Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. We back. It's like we never left. Damn straight. I mean, there's enough content on the Odyssey app that technically you could listen to us for 24 hours straight if you wanted to. It's a scary thought, but the possibility is there. I mean, it's an experiment worth, you know, exploring because I I, I really think maybe you could produce a semi-decent human being if you just like immerse yourself in our program or maybe it's a different program but you'd be surprised if you put yourself in just like this echo chamber what results come out of that it's a scary thought i guess we have a little bit of research with my son at least on my behalf to see how he turns out you know being able to listen to us for 24 hours we're both sports radio kids we grew up mm-hmm. and we enjoyed sports radio do you have any interest in doing a 24-hour show once in your career i i feel like we have to just like out of respect it's like one of those things <laughs> that you have to do as part of the job it's 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 like traveling to mecca in a way yeah honestly i know it's like twitch streamers do that they do right. the 24-hour stream i hope one day one day we will. We'll speak it into existence. We'll need a lot more sponsors to get that thing Honestly. lifted off the ground. But you know what? Usually the egos work just fine. Yeah, facts. We could do an hour on F1. Yeah. We can learn there's so many well, possibilities. And I, got, I got Joe O tweeting like some of the nicest things I've ever heard from anyone uh, say about me right now. We have an interview later on that we'll play uh, between us because he always joins us for, for Tuesday. And so you got to find a way to lift off... Uh, and the compliments Everyone. are needed. Yeah. You oh. got compliments from my therapist today. No way. Yeah. You went you went back to therapy, so we're, we're, we're still on that. Not straight Second. and narrow, but the exploring and the wandering and yes. the finding your true self. So I, I even fixed, because I wasn't supposed to see her this week, but I wanted to make it happen. It was I love important that. to me. So uh, we, we got to talk. She was listening to the show. Um, oh she's God. a sports fan herself. And I was like, whoa, this is a little bit too intrusive. That is a very intrusive. that is a very weird thing for you to kind of go through. I always get uh, it feels awkward to me sometimes talking to my family after the fact because I try to go into a different mode here. But your therapist, yeah, and you have a lot, and you, a lot of your family listens to the show. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, <laughs> it's unfortunate. Shout out to I grandma. I love it. I love it. I love it. I, I truly appreciate it. But sometimes it's like you feel like you can't get into character. Sometimes, yeah, no, a hundred percent. Well, and it was interesting. She gave compliments. Um, she did say I talked a little bit too much during hockey segments, so oh. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> so I'll try to oh I'll try God. to minimize the hot takes. That's but amazing. Listen, you know, so no, but but she, you know, she she's a fan, and I guess that's a good thing. 
I'm I guess. Sure. I mean, some progress was made today. Feel good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you, and uh, I want to shout out to your therapist for being such a big fan. Uh, um, I'm a huge fan of hers or him's or whoever's. But uh, I, I'm glad that you are at least processing what's going on in your life and kind of the world because sometimes you have to kind of go into the into the bunker, for lack of a better term, and just get through it because there's too much going on for you to really come up for air. And that was kind of yesterday in the world of sports. No, honestly, it was everything in every sport. <laughs> there, everyone decided to be on one yesterday. And, uh, I mean, we still have some, some things to talk about in, in terms of leftover stuff from that or just maybe some, some higher brow conversation because we need to get past, like, the fact that, you know, the Golden Knights are completely incompetent in running their, their everyday operation without any sort of hiccup. I mean, I don't think that Evgeny Dodonov trade has been resolved yet, but we're going to get into that it's here in just a couple of minutes. Yeah, it's still up in the air. And we're just going to be talking about, at least in the second segment of this hour, kind of a, a cost-benefit analysis of interpersonal business conduct, because this has been a conversation topic that we've uh, approached several times, especially over the last few weeks. And we have to talk about the consequences. We have to talk about what this can have an effect on psychologically inside the locker rooms and stuff. And it's not just a conversation to poop on the Golden Knights, who also did lose and didn't score any goals last night. But it's tough to be ready to go for that game when you're not the highest energy in the room, especially when you have Marc-Andre Fleury on the opposite side of the bench. But, you know, rules are rules, and the Golden Knights tend to find ways to not follow them. And that's what everyone else's mindset seems to be, at least in, like, the quote-unquote public, as we're going to get into a, a, our conversation, at least rebreach it, about the New York rules and allowing unvaccinated players to play and basically gloss over mandates like we all kind of know exactly where, where people stand on this. But it's just it's kind of baffling to me to see how often we go back to the, well, I'm special, so I should skip the line. And it's still a problem. Yes, absolutely. And now even more with like the but now we Yankees and Mets are going into problems. And it's not just yeah. Kyrie when it comes to New York specifically. No, no. Um, so it keeps going. Exactly. Uh, we'll talk about psychology of the all-in mindset. As I mentioned, the Golden Knights lost to the Minnesota Wild last night, three to nothing. Um, the Minnesota Wild are all in. And what does that do for your championship window? How long does that truly last? Because I feel like the actual window is a lot smaller than the expectation of said window and how that affects just decision-making uh, for teams. Because I think there's a lot of teams kind of going through a, a different type of growing pain, be that stepping up into their next chapter of, of greatness or maybe coming down from that fact. Because sometimes we, we tend to hang on to things a little bit longer because we're not sure about the scarcity going forward. It's very understandable. All these things, all these concepts are all very present in our everyday personal lives. But they're playing out in the world of sports. And that's why we focus so much on other things because everything is looped together. Everything is 100% all in the same reality, uh, except for our conversations with Joe O. You know, those conversations tend to be in a different type of reality. He is not only pumping my tires, he's pumping the Timberwolves tires. So let's just say there's a lot of, we're, we're pushing P. We're pushing P yes! with Joe O. We're pushing P with Joe O. And then the we're going to bring it all the P. way back down to close out the show because breaking news, people, Urban Meyer sucks. Yeah. And we're going to get in uh, and revisit some of the more and stories more details. Yeah. about probably the most unhirable coach in the business right now and I probably would have extended that to him before he got that job with Jacksonville but you know there are certain concessions certain decisions certain things that we are willing to overlook 
I can't wait to get into just this. Just so we can win. Just yeah. so we can have the chance of, of having that shiny name to be the popular kid at the table, or at least have them come to our birthday party and pretend to have fun. Or think you are that championship, you know, person yeah. that you could just walk into anything and yeah. do it because you've done it. Yeah, absolutely. But that kind of gives us uh, all a preview about what to expect for our show today going forward. But we got to go to our can opener and it's pretty easy to know what the distinction is going to be today. Oh, it's time for a can of whoop-ass. It sometimes can be corn. It sometimes can be worms. I mean, it's almost kind of wormy today because technically we haven't gotten to the bottom of this. But whoop-ass is for sure the the vibe. Because, again, we've had this conversation so many times. With this organization, be that in the way that they, they treated Marc-Andre Fleury or, or, or how we have see them handle salary cap situations, the fact that the Evgeny Dodonov trade even was breached. This is where we need to start this conversation. It's not about whether or not the NHL knew this or the Ottawa Senators included this in in his contract and let the Golden Knights know when they traded for Dodonov last year. This is first and foremost on the Golden Knights, this BS. Like, I have a I have an inkling that this trade is probably going to be voided or if it gets ushered through like just think about the bridges that have been burned and we're not operating with a ton to our island in the first place because if Yanni Dodonov had uh, part of his contract at least written into his contract when he signed an extension with the Ottawa Senators that I have a 10 team no trade clause if I any of these 10 teams you cannot trade me to. The Golden Knights were not on that list. And so that's why that deal was allowed to go down in the offseason. He ends up coming down to the Golden Knights. It's been a little bit of a, an inconsistent tenure, but I don't think that's certainly on, on all of him because just look at what's happening around the lineup. And he's entering the lineup as a brand-new face with all this other change going on too. And actually, he's been able to pull it together uh, lately because he was one of our only consistent scorers. Apparently... The, it wasn't communicated that the Anaheim Ducks were on the 10-no-trade list for Dodonov. They didn't have that on record at the registry, which I don't really know how those aren't rec- on record at the registries. If you have no movement clauses, no trade clauses, why that's not there, why that's not tracked, there's absolutely, Seems kind of important. absolutely a ding at the, at the highest level. There's a ding on the Ottawa Senators for not being up front and – taking the initiative to be completely transparent. Maybe things will come out because shocking that the NHL, which designates upper body and lower body and then puts even more of the discretion on the teams itself, we haven't heard a whole lot. And so I'm just operating with whatever, and that's kind of the problem because then we're allowed to speculate. We're trying to figure it out as we go here. But if I'm NHL GM or NHL front office people, just as like a bare minimum thing, Weeks ahead of the trade deadline, every single year. I don't care if this guy is signed for a one-year deal or a part of an eight-year long-term contract. I meet with them every single year, multiple times, but especially a few weeks leading up to the trade deadline, just to get all of our ducks in a row to really kind of double-check that, all right, you said no to this team, you said no to this team, you said no to this team. Just the bare minimum, because technically the, the, the Golden Knights or whoever team doesn't have to ask their preferences. They just have to go off of what's on in the contract, right? 
But the better teams go above and beyond. Like other teams work with the players to try to find the best fit and just don't see them as a piece, as, as, as a transactional thing. It's just some common courtesy. And that's how they've treated Evgeny Dodonov. Because as this all was coming down yesterday, he was still with the team. And also we have to remember too, when it comes to the NHL trade deadline, you can still make trades after the deadline. It's just that the players can't be used for the active roster for the rest of the season and the playoffs. And so in the calculus in my brain, and maybe I'm mistaken, I'm thinking that it's a a scenario that's possible that Dodonov, this trade goes through, but then he's not allowed to play for the rest of the year. And again, I'm not really sure about the full-fledged consequences of this, whether it's it's the blame being laid at the feet of the NHL, the Senators, the Golden Knights, but all I know is that we had one player who was in our house. He was our player, and it was our transaction. So we should know. We should be conducting these meetings saying, where do you want to go? What's the what's the what's the deal here? Because the fact that they didn't check, the fact that they just assumed that it was going to go through, the fact that they don't do their due diligence, I, I don't understand it. That's the hundred percent the due it's diligence. Complete incompetence. And I'm not afraid to say that because just because you're successful at putting a, a product on the ice that has found that success in the past doesn't mean you're good at your job. It doesn't. It doesn't make you good as as a as an as a people person. Like I I can't really I I can't really fully articulate what it probably the the disparity between doing the wrong thing versus the right thing because we think it's it's a very small margin. No, there's there's also just like doing nothing. Like why did you need to trade to Don off yesterday anyways? Because you need cap space. Well, why do we need cap space? I thought we were going for the Stanley Cup. I thought Stanley Cup or bust. Well, based off of the conversations we, or at least some of the statements that we heard from Kelly McCrimmon yesterday, uh, I don't think that that's what the mindset is. But they're not saying that because they don't say jack squat. They just expect to show up and play. And it's not even on the players last night who got absolutely taken out to lunch yesterday. You don't even have to go much further than that gif of William Carlson getting dragged around by by Delorier, who had been traded to the Minnesota Wild two or three days before last night's game. He's the most popular guy there already. And that's saying something, at least in a locker room that is so tight-knit, that is so uh, bought in on each other. This This organization does not foster an environment that allows for the organic locker room closeness that Minnesota's been able to generate, that other teams have been able to generate. You, The magic that was captured in that first season... They have done as much as they can to take pieces away because naturally you have to move away from the past. That's how it works. But we can't just carry over the assumption that you're doing things right or that you're conducting business in the absolute best way just because you found success earlier on in your existence. This is penance for your sins towards hockey humanity. And yeah, I'll throw the golden chrome domes in there. Yeah, I'll throw in... The, the the trade rumors. I'll throw in just all of the nickel and dimey, uh, I don't know, personability that they that they choose not to extend. And maybe the players themselves would say a completely different tune. I wouldn't know because I don't talk to them. I, I company lines, and that's not a, just the Golden Knights problem. That's an NHL problem. But they're not the only team in the NHL that's messing up. But they're the only team that seems to be messing up to this degree. They're the only team that seems to be not just trying to circumnavigate the cap, but trying to do it to this degree. And they also don't have anything to show for it. They got rid of Marc-Andre Fleury last year for a bag of pucks. 
And yesterday, the Chicago Blackhawks went and traded him to the Minnesota Wild for a first-round pick. Like, that's some serious upsell, right? That's transparent. You can right? see it within right. the year. But we're... Where are the Blackhawks in their rebuild? They're in a better spot than they were. Now, they're probably not challenging for the Western Conference Finals anytime soon, but neither are the Golden Knights. And do you think it, may, it makes me comfortable trying to kind of uh, pump up the Blackhawks organization considering what they've been doing for the last however? Yeah, I mean, just look at the not. logo. I, it's, I don't want to be praising these people. I don't want to be doing these comparisons, but it's the, it's the lack of bare minimum. And it's and it's in hockey, it's in society, and it's so frustrating because this is where I go. This is where a lot of people go to kind of find hope again, to find hope in humanity, to see like the best and the brightest, to see what we're truly capable of: sacrifice, loyalty, uh, uh, hard work, uh, all of these these buzzwords that we associate with being a, a good, upstanding citizen. And yet, the people that are supposed to be exemplifying the most not only shirk their responsibility, they're usually pointing fingers other places. And that's what's happening in this situation. It still is yet to be resolved. I still don't really know what's fully going on. But tomorrow I know that we're going to have Travis uh, Yost on our show. We've had him previously on. Uh, he crunches a lot of numbers for the hockey community. He speaks on a lot of different shows. He's been involved with a lot of the heavy hitters up in Canada. He's very busy today because of the aftermath of the trade deadline and specifically this deal. And so we're going to have him on the show tomorrow to kind of really – go through the implications and consequences of this because it's not just about the Golden Knights. Like, things are going to change at the, at, the, at the central registry level. Things are going to change uh, across the team. This will be something that will be for, referred back to as a big-time mess-up point. And for a team for that For cap had, space. Yeah. For cap space. For a team that had aspirations to win a Stanley Cup, this is, like, it is so embarrassing, this mm-hmm. whole situation. And... Just, the hockey world could not be more excited to see it either yeah. because there's nothing more that we kind of that rubs us the wrong way than seeing people have success that haven't earned it. And that's not to say that that magical season and all the success that they have been able to achieve isn't real, but there's just a certain amount of hey. dues that have to be paid. And adversity that has to be faced. Like and and crappy hockey and crappy situations and mistakes to be made and they haven't done that. Or at least they haven't had to live with the consequences. They've been able to paint over it. Because look, playoffs. Look, Mark Stone. Look. Well, Jack Eichel looked about as dejected as I've seen him in a uniform last year. They got scored on. He looked straight up to the sky. How could this happen? I don't care how many damn stars are on this team. This is a bad hockey team. And this is a fractured locker room right now. Comparatively. Not saying that it's a toxic locker room. Because that's what was Minnesota a few years ago. But definitely fractured. Definitely searching for answers. And certainly with a lot more costs than there are benefits. We're going to get more into the larger conversation of those costs and benefits and interpersonal business on the other side of the break here on the Playmakers 1140 The Bet. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.